What's up, guys? Uh, podcast 167, the Dave Van Auken Show. I'm Dave Van Auken. Guys, the whole show is going to be bed and bananas. UFC Vegas 67, guys. We're around two days away. Uh, if you're listening today, maybe a day away. We're hours away from the first UFC event of the year. Hopefully, you guys will have a lot of fun watching it, have your favorite fighter on it, or maybe if you like to gamble on it like us a little bit, uh, throw a little cheddar on it, you can do that as well. And if you do, make sure you subscribe to the MMAshark.com, the MMAshark.com. Put in the, that promo code BANANAS50. Get $50 off the first month. You will absolutely love it. Uh, he's already he's already gave me some of his leans. I like it. Guys, Paul from the MMA Shark was over 490 units of the past year. He's starting off 2023 with a bang. So get with him right now. Subscribe to MMAshark.com. All right, like I said, Ben and Bananas, Ryan Quinn, L. Dawson coming on the show. But a real quick story. I'm going to give you a little uh, story time with uh, Dave right now before uh, Ryan and L. just takes over. Um, so we just I pre- we pre-recorded the podcast, and both L. and Ryan seems like they love Strickland's spot. Sean Strickland took over the main event, uh, was the main event of the last event of the UFC versus Jared Kinnear in the middleweight division. Now he's fighting at 205 against Imamov, um, you know, on four or five days notice. And I thought about it. And here's the story I'm going to tell. Here's the analogy I'm going to tell. You guys know I'm a dad. I'm a dad of four, two boys, two girls. The girls are twins. And when my wife and I, when we get ready to go to dinner, we have our favorite pizza shop in town and we get ready to go to dinner. And sometimes we want to call an uncle. Or sometimes we want to call one of our one of our friends. Susie wants to call one of her girlfriends. I want to call one of my guy friends. And we all have a friend, right? In all of our circles, we all have married friends with other kids. But we all have a friend or an uncle or a guy who's really into the career, successful guy in the career, but maybe doesn't have the family yet. And once in a while, you want to call and hang out with them, but you kind of invite them to dinner with our family. So to get ready. To take four kids to our favorite pizza shop, guys, we have to pack a snack. We have to pack a second pair of clothes. We have to pack, um, they, they call them a mat because sometimes at the tables they're really dirty. Kids are dirty, so you put this mat on the table. They got to have their favorite toy. They got to have a second favorite Lego. You got to make sure the iPad has been uh, charging this whole time, so now there's enough power for the iPad and their favorite phone. And then a second pair of shoes, because you never know, right? It's kids. It takes 30, 45 minutes to us to get out of the house. You got to get the wipes. The uncle just shows up. So now we go, we park the car, we unbuckle, we take the passies out. One brother pushes the other brother in the back. You got to discipline one. You got to put him in timeout. You got to get him out of the car. You got to get him into the restaurant. It's a 10, 15 minute process of that. A headache, to be honest. And then there comes the uncle. There comes the guy friend or the girlfriend that doesn't have kids yet that meets us for pizza. And they just walk right into the table. They they just listen to their favorite kid, Cuddy or Kanye West song. And they just sit at the table with smile and ready to go. And that uncle, that friend is Sean Strickland. He's got no worries. He just listened to his Kid Cudi song, and he's just coming to the table. He's just coming straight to the main event with no issues, no problems. He's just going to bang. It's just another Saturday night in his life. And this analogy, Imamov, 
who was in the main event now for, you know, this picture for two months is the parents. He's got all the pressure. He's been on the fight poster. He's been training for Kevin Gastelum. He's got all the pressure of him kind of staying on the card. And, you know, he should win. Everyone's like, he should win. He's got this notice. He's been training. Strickland's not. All the pressure of dinner is on the parents. That uncle can sit there, have two slices of pizza, you know, high five the kids. And then he's off. He's off to the next thing. He's probably going to get a drinks with a, with a random girl that night. Imamov is the parent. Sean Strickland's the uncle. And I'm telling you, I think in Sean Strickland's psyche, Sean Strickland should vibe in this spot. Sean Strickland should thrive in this spot. Sean Strickland is going to win the first main event of the UFC in 2023. All right, guys, let's roll. L. Dawson, Ryan Quinn, myself, Ben Bananas is back. To Betting Bananas with the ruthless L. Dawson, Ryan the Cornerman Quinn, and Dave Van Auken. Like the great poet Eminem once said, it feels so good to be back. The heart and soul of the show, Ryan Quinn. Ryan, how you doing, my man? Happy to be back, like you said. I, uh, the grit and the fight of the show, L. Dawson. L. how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Dude, so pumped, so pumped. Dude, you can you can fake it till you make it, but now with fights on Saturday, no more faking it. I'm so uh, so pumped. And how crazy is it, guys? That we I we will get to Ryan and L's best bet underdog three five parlay like always. But how crazy! Couple days ago, news: Kevin Gastelum is out. Sean Strickland is in. He just made event of the last UFC event. Jared Cannonier. This fight's at two oh five. Eminov. What does that do to him? Guys, absolutely bananas. So let me, 30 seconds, L, take it away. What's your first gut feeling when Gaslam's out, Strickland's in, fights at 205? I do. I kind of love it. Like, I think yes. that's a very Sean Strickland thing to do, to be on the last card of the year. Yeah. And then the first card of the next year. Like, that's just, that just strikes me as a Sean Strickland thing to do. And I think it might even mess with Imavov a little bit more because Sean Strickland, like, he's, He's not really afraid of anything. I, I think he's a little bit, he's a little off sometimes. And I just, yeah. it helps him. It helps yeah. him become, he he truly is a fighter. He loves to fight. And I, I think he, uh, that gives him a little bit of an edge over Imabov in the mental game. Kid Kerr, uh, uh, immensely. Ryan, what do you think? Same question. Man, I, I, um, I think that uh, Imabov is going to need about a round and a half at least to figure out Sean, you know, do not sleep on Sean Strickland. He's, he's got the the most boring funky style i've ever seen in my life you know he somehow has a way to land those jabs and hide his head with his chin straight in the air as he's coming like he it's just uh you know the way he has that that french kickboxing style where he's waiting then he explodes it's going to be very interesting i'm really looking forward to it i'll say that much Likewise, likewise. You did freeze on me, at least on my side, but I'm we're going. I just we we I cannot wait for the show. There's fights literally 36, 48 hours away. Um yeah, Ryan has really froze up on me. Let me oh, see no. if we can have... <laughs> no, it might be a two-person show. Ryan's gonna be so upset. Oh no, we lost Ryan in a snap out hat. <laughs> 1999 is so angry right now. Ryan. 
Oh my goodness. Let's see. What Let's do we see. do? <laughs> this never happens. I know. We're just going to kind of roll. And then if he comes back, shoot, we might even start it over again. You guys might not ever see this uh, video. We'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll go. But um, let's keep the thing going. L, what's your best bet on the board? Um, like I said, we'll definitely go more in the main event if we'll talk about it. But what's your best bet at UFC Vegas 67? My, let me get my notes. My best bet is Punele Soriano in yeah. distance. Man, I uh, I was looking up uh, Kapilov, and I kind of forgot Carl Robertson submitted him. And I don't know if you don't if you know this, but Carl Robertson is not a grappler. Um, I, I Punele Soriano does not he's not known for his wrestling, but I definitely think he has the advantage there. Both guys are there to be hit. Soriano definitely has the better chin, though, and I, I think I think he can he can win this fight just about anywhere. Uh, I don't know if this is okay for another man to say this about another man, but doesn't Puna Soriano have the biggest traps wings in the history of life? They're insane, right? <laughs> yeah, dude doesn't have a neck. Yeah, it's like I think the only like... guy that's got him beat is Gleason Tebow. I was gonna say Brock Lesnar, but yes, that works too. That works too. <laughs> But no, I actually love that. It's so funny you said that. I already, uh, uh, dude, Ryan just texted us. Yeah, he's having very much tif- uh, technical Aww. issues. Tell um, him to text his best bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, good, good point. Um, my best. I actually, I love that too. Let me just go. I actually bet on Puna in the inside. Text uh, <laughs> best bet. Oh man, this is great TV right here. This is this is. Hey, the first show of the year, right? You know? <laughs> Go back. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll keep it rolling. We'll keep it rolling. Uh, L, you have an underdog fight. And it's weird. This card to me, there's like four fights that are like almost even money or very, very close. Then there's three, four fights that uh, I think Normagomedov's minus 1,000. There's a minus 800 on the card. There's a couple huge lines. So we're, what what underdog do you like on this card? So my favorite underdog is actually Damon Jackson. And I've uh, I've seen a lot of the internet disagreeing with me, but here's the thing. I think people are just counting out Damon Jackson because he's been cut from the UFC and then came back. But like this run in the UFC, he's looked phenomenal. And his only loss is Ilya Taporia. And I actually, it's funny. I was reading up on some other, like some other guys that do their picks and whatnot. And one thing I saw a couple people say, they're like, well, Dan Ige is on a three-fight skid, but he's only lost to the best, you know, Mosar, Josh Emmett. And I'm like, Damon Jackson's only loss is Ilya Taporia, who's, yeah, he's young in the division and he's on his way up, but the dude's an absolute savage. And I think he's one of the most well-rounded guys in that division, as well as one of the most dangerous. Um, And, like, after what Damon Jackson did to Pat Sabatini as well, who's a fantastic wrestler, also very well-rounded, I actually think that this, I, I think that's a great underdog play to go with. Uh, Ige really struggled with the wrestling of Mosar, and I think Damon has that same smothering style. And he's huge for the, for the division. Like, Ige is a smaller guy. He's a shorter guy. Jackson is a big featherweight. And he's not just tall. He's big. Like, the dude is, he's heavy, and he knows how to ride, which we saw Mosar do to Ige as well. And I think being on the three-fight skid is as well, I just don't see. I think that's getting to Ige now as well. He can't really outgrit a guy like Damon Jackson, and he can't out cardio a guy like Damon Jackson. Is he back? He's back. Ryan, you back? I'm on my phone. I don't know what's going on with my computer. Sorry, everybody. 
Nope, no problem, dude. Couldn't you do the phone sideways, brother? Oh, no. Brian! Brian, no. Oh, man. Um, Who's your okay. underdog? <laughs> no, okay, so let me, let's stick there real quick because, L, you know how much uh, love and aspiration I do have for you. I actually, I love that, that you have it as an underdog. So I've been, so that's probably the most intriguing fight on the whole card. It can go either way, right? And I think people, I've had people, same kind of with you. I watch so many and listen to so many things. Five people think D, uh, Ige is the best bet on the card. And five people think Damon Jackson. Oh. So, like, it's really split. And as an underdog, I don't mind you taking him because he is the underdog. And he has a real, real big, uh, legit sh uh, shot to win. But some people have him as, like, the best bet. I don't think that's a best bet kind of a play. I think Damon Jackson's yeah. a great underdog play. Ryan, you with us? Yes, I'm sorry. We just got our internet rebooted today and there's problems where are we i'm sorry hey no no, no problem at all brother we did not skip a beat knows my picks are on point they're trying to get me they're trying to get me off here they're they're, they're getting in here that's what it is oh, i'm accusing crap. you dude james Krause has a bug on you ryan yeah. you're done that's what's going on Oh, we're having too much fun here guys i i promise i did not eat a lot of sugar before the show um l's best bet is puma and cry off inside the distance her okay. underdog plays damon jackson so uh ryan what's your best bet on the board Ooh, all right um i got sajara eubanks by decision i just think that uh a okay. little bit a little bit more of reach against somebody who's going to try and get inside of priscilla plus i i'm pretty sure sajara is coming up a weight class uh, for this, uh, or coming back up a weight class, but uh, I also just think that her paper rouge is way tougher. She's had some really tough fights, even though you see that record seven and seven versus 12 and four, she's had some tough girls on her schedule. I really like the fight. Um, and then are you want me to go, uh, underdog? Yeah, underdog. All right, I'm I went crazy for the start of the year. I got Jimmy Flick beating uh, uh, no. Charles. I'll tell you why. I really am feeling that, you know, he retired and unretired because he's got his head straight. He was going through some things. I feel like that loads off his chest. Plus, you know, Charles is only, you know, uh, he's one and one um, in the UFC. A lot of people don't think he won that last fight. And Jimmy's fought a lot of tough dudes. I thought I had a scratch down here. He's got great submissions. That's going to keep him safe in the fight. Yeah. And on top of it, like, he's, he's fought tough dudes in, in his own right. And I, I just... Uh, the line was crazy. I just couldn't. I couldn't stay away from the fact. I'm like, now that's an underdog bet to put on. Um, Brian, I need I, you to know that Grant agrees with you. Yeah, does he? Yeah. I, what, what, what you're saying too, Ryan? For the value, it's unbelievable. Like he is. He's in the plus three hundred areas, and the submission wise, like Jimmy can catch a submission anyways. We saw what he did with Cody Dorn. Like he can mm -hmm. catch something pretty wild. I think Charles Johnson's probably the better mixed martial artist, and he's kind of been busy over the last 16, 18 months. But Jimmy can catch anything. Like, that guy can catch some crazy stuff. As a dog, I like it. You play it. Um, Ryan, I would love your two cents because me and I were going back and forth. This Damon Jackson and Dan Ige fight's like a 50-50 fight. I've been seeing a lot of people loving Ige, a lot of people loving Damon Jackson. Where do you lie on this fight? Damon Jackson, hands down. Um, I not even I'm not even riding the Cinderella carpet. I'm just thinking about it like this is because let's throw away that Damon's on a four fight win streak and EJ's on a three fight losing streak. Throw that out the window. OK, I understand that the wrestling goes to EJ. However, when he tries to escape, 
he drapes and hangs his, his back a lot, which is a nightmare against somebody who takes the back like Jamin, Damon Jackson. Now, the fight starts standing. Good thing for him. I wouldn't really call his boxing like he's very heavy handed, EJ, but he's like, like it, against a boxer and when, when trying to get in. Like the, like he could shoot underneath those bombs, you know, like like against a heavy-handed fighter. It's not like it's not like EJ's gonna jab to keep him away. And on top of it, Damon is tough as nails, so he could probably eat a couple of those punches to come in and wet blanket on him all weird, you know. I yeah. just think that it's a horrible matchup for for EJ. I just think that Damon could buy, and he's he's got improved striking. I think he could box enough to get inside and do what he's got to do. And I feel like the, the move of the, of the fight for those two is going to be the front kick. Who's going to use it? Damon to get inside and EJ to stay outside. I really, really am into this fight. Okay. <laughs> I, I am as well. I It's a good fight. You guys are selling me on Damon Jackson. I, If I, to be honest, I was leaning EJ. Uh, I think it's a really good fight. I'm, I'm not... I, I'm not strong either way, but with you guys on Damon Jackson, I you guys might persuade me. I might be on DJ's side. Uh, the line is really tight, so that's I like it. Um, all right, L, man, uh, I think you were absolutely. Um, I think you hit almost two out of every three on your three five parlays last year in 2022. But it's a new year. Uh, we got we we got to start up right. All three. All th you're gonna nail it. All three. It's happening. Okay, here we go, L. Three good. five parlay. Let's nail it. I feel good about this week. All right, so. What I have, I have Basharat, Javid Basharat. Um, I, I, he and his opponent are both Dana White contender series guys. Um, I do, I, I went back, I watched both their contender series fights. I do think Basharat had the tougher opponent. Um, and he's already beaten two good guys in the UFC. I think Trevin Jones gets discounted a lot because he's, he has a kind of a mixed record in the UFC, but he's fought very tough competition. And Tony Gravely is one of the most underrated guys in that division as well. He fought a super explosive guy in Trevin Jones, and he fought a, a very, very tough and uh, a, a very athletic wrestler in Tony Gravely. And he was able to deal with the pressure for three rounds, win decisions unanimously. He looked really, really good in those. His opponent, however, um, he, he's, a, he's a quick finisher, and he is dangerous. But he is definitely there to be hit a lot more than Basharat is. Basharat's more defensively sound. While they're both strikers, I think that Basharat is going to win the striking. And I also think he has the advantage in the wrestling. Okay. For the second leg of my parlay, I have my boy Mateusz Rombetsky in over one and a half rounds, which was actually plus money as well, which surprised me. I know a, I, I think a lot of people saw his quick finish on the Contender Series and are really, really excited to see that quick finish. I think... A guy like his opponent, he, he is a good jujitsu guy. I think he can last for a little bit on the ground with Mateusz as well. Um, and I, I think we're going to see that go into the second round. I do see Mateusz finishing later in the fight, but I think that over one and a half rounds is wonderful. Third leg of my parlay, I have Sean Strickland and Imovov going the distance. Um, I think with the short notice, I think Imovov's going to be very, very tentative to engage with Strickland. Strickland is fantastic at slowing down these fights, landing that long jab. And he, like uh, Ryan said earlier, I think that was a great uh, a great call to say that it's going to take him a couple rounds to figure Sean Strickland out because he is super awkward. He stands real tall. He has that really snappy, quick jab. And I, I think both guys are going to be really careful. And I, I think we'll see that going, going the distance. 
I like that. I, I want to definitely get back to the Strickland thing in a second, but Ryan, 3-5 parlay, my man, take it away. All right, I actually had Damon in one of my picks in the okay. parlay, so we went over that. L, I'm with you on Strickland, Imovo going the distance. I just think that it's going to take time to figure out. I, I think with the size that Strickland needs to carry in this fight, mm. putting going 0-100 to 100 is going to be very difficult to do. Um, it's it's just different when you're carrying that weight. Not that not that it's so much, but it's like, oh wow, you know, in those in those live situations, a little different. So, I could see Strickland just really setting up shop against the like trying to tag him against the fence. I think the way he beat Hermanson is probably a good way to look at it. Um, and then my third fight, I have Ketlin Vera over uh, Raquel Pennington. I um, I think that the way Raquel wins fights, or the way she beat Aspen Ladd, is the way she's going to win fights now finishing exchanges, going to the body. And I think that that's her way to do things. You can't do that against Ketlin Vieira. She keeps that nice, uninviting Muay Thai stance where if you come in, you're going to catch something. On your way out, you're going to catch another two. And I just think it's going to be a long night for Raquel. All right. I love it. I love it a lot there. I'm finally happy. That's actually one of my best bets on this board. I, I think Ketlin Vieira is really underrated i think it's a great price the last time i saw was a minus like 130 i think she should be like minus 200 i feel like i'm missing something and that's usually bad because vegas is not wrong that much they, they build big castles uh on our money so uh but i like Ketlin vieira a lot there that's one back to the strickland thing guys I, he's a vegas guy i think in a weird way a lot of people are talking about that he should probably maybe even fight 205 because he is cutting so much weight and all this stuff He's so, um, I think he, I, he's always had a great chin, but Strickland at 205, his chin will be like incomparable. Like his chin will be amazing. It's so weird. I, and I think we kind of said this at the beginning. I like Sean Strickland a lot in this spot. Like you just need a little crazy to kind of fight on five days notice and main event two cards in a row. This is straight up his alley. And Imamov, like I just don't know. Like this was his first main event. This was a lot going from another country, all this stuff. And now he's got a new opponent. Uh, there's just a lot there. There's like, I feel there's a lot to like decompress on MMOF and Strickland's like, let's go. Like uh, it's a Saturday night. What else am I going to do for 25 minutes? So I love Strickland a lot. Um, one fight I do want to mention, I kind of want your take. We didn't mention it at all. I would love your two cents. Cause I've been told this is a, uh, a someone that they love a lot. This is like almost one of their locks is it's in the middleweight division, middle of the card. Both names are super hard. Um, uh, it's the uh, Claudio Ribio versus the Abdel Razik uh, Hassan. Do you guys have a lean on that fight at all? Only that it's pronounced Hibero. <laughs> That's the only thing I have on that. <laughs> I don't know either of those guys super well either. Um, so I, I stayed away from that that fight okay. as well. There's some. There's a lot of new names. There's a lot of a new lot. names. On that fight. <laughs> A lot. All right. I think we did it. Hey, Ryan came back with the Wi-Fi. Appreciate it. Underdog, Damon Jackson for L. Jimmy Flick for Ryan. Love him. Uh, Ryan's best bet, Eubanks, unanimous decision. Uh, best bet for L. Puna inside the distance. Three, five parlays. Both Strickland going the distance. Jackson and Vieira for Ryan. And we got Basarat. Javit, dude, he is probably maybe the most underrated fighter on this card. I think Javits an absolute stud. I think he's 13 and 0. I see L punching probably Grant in the background, so it's probably time to go. I think we did it, guys. We nailed it. We made it happen. 
All right. I <laughs> figured it out. I, I, <laughs> we got there. We got there. My dogs are barking. Ryan doesn't have yeah. service. I know. <laughs> we we made there. it work. UFC Vegas 67's in the books. Next week, UFC uh, 283, Glover to share Jamal Hill fighting for the championship. We're bringing our A game next week. Well, this week is a B plus. I'm sorry. It's a B plus game. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Later, guys. Later. Thanks for watching Betting Bananas.